What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, and welcome to Self with Lisa Clark. Each week, we share this space to connect, grow, and raise the quality of our consciousness. I am your host, Lisa, and I am a self-practitioner and meditation teacher. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I love your company. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, which feels so outrageous saying because, hello, we are a morning podcast over here. But I got a little caught up over the weekend and wasn't at my mic. So I am here recording this live. It is literally midday and this is going to go live. I'm going to hit publish as soon as I record this. So literally, if you're listening to it at lunchtime, uh, welcome. Good afternoon and welcome to your Monday um, afternoon. Oh, my God. It feels so weird. (laughs) I've been so conditioned to be all about the morning. Thank you for your patience with this week's podcast app. Just coming to you a couple of hours later than usual. And we've got a great podcast episode coming into your ears as always. Today we're talking about the eight pillars of self-wellness. So great topic to be diving into. Before we do, let's all take a breath collectively to get into the self-space and on the same page. So let's take a deep breath in through the nose. And open the mouth, sigh the breath out. I really needed that today. I think that's actually maybe the first conscious breath that I've that I've taken today, which I'm a little behind on schedule. <laughs> I feel like busy weekends do that to me. I love a relaxing weekend, but if I have a bit of a busy weekend, then I find that um, you know, it, it kind of I'm like a little bit behind for the rest of the week. Anyway, let's get into it, you guys. We're talking about, as I said, we're diving into the eight pillars of self wellness in this episode. So a lot of people are striving or in search of their life purpose because we think of course we must be here for for some kind of purpose Uh, what's the purpose of life what is our individual purpose for being here and it's been proven time and time again as I'm sure that you know when we feel that we have a purpose we're happier and we're more content human beings we also encourage those that get older um, as they age to really strive to keep finding a little purpose even if it's like gardening or doesn't need to be the same kind of purpose as what it was when you're in your 20s or whatever. But um, it's nice to have a sense of purpose of why you're here in the world. When I started my self journey, I was also on the hunt for my purpose. So this was about nine years ago. I woke up, I started uh, to get really passionate about the self work and finding my purpose until I kind of got five years into that journey and the cycle of really forging and pushing, which is what we are doing when we're actively searching for something even if you don't feel like you're being dogmatic it's it's a dogmatic it comes from a dogmatic place we're trying to it's quite rigid we are searching we're on the hunt for something we're trying to make it happen it was during that point that it kind of dawned on me that perhaps we don't just have one purpose but actually several purposes to why we're here 
For sure, you know, uh, and we talk about this a lot, for sure we might have a a career-driven purpose, but we also might find parental purpose or environmental purpose or social purpose. You may be aligned to one, but you may also be aligned to many. You may feel as though you're kind of here for a few different reasons, I suppose. And when I had this glorious thought, it actually allowed me to release the pressure of thinking, oh my God, I only have one purpose. You know, what are the odds of me finding this one purpose? Questioning, oh God, I que- the, the questions of my, I questioned everything I was doing because was it leading me to my purpose? I quit, oh my God, I, it feels like yesterday. That's such, I, I, and then you think, oh my God, I've like grown so much in that time. It's like such a warm and comforting thought. Um, but definitely I felt very erratic in that time, questioning everything because was it leading to my one purpose? And that, I transformed that when I had that glorious thought, I tra- that transformed into almost like I had the ability to open these little tabs and adopting the mindset of, hey, I'm a really multifaceted person. I always have been. I personally get really bored if I stay too long focusing on one thing. It makes sense to me that I'm here for a few different reasons or purposes in my contributing to the world. And after I came to that conclusion, literally, I think it was days after I settled into that really comforting feeling, the self-podcast presented itself almost immediately, which serves my occupational career purpose, but also my spiritual purpose. And I actually would also say my intellectual purpose. It's been a beautifully slow burn here. As you know, obviously we're on season three. So this is our third year together, which is crazy, right? Like for those that have listened since the beginning, like how awesome and how much this podcast has really grown. Uh, and, And even me, like in my speaking and my confidence and things like that, it's really cool to go back and listen to the first. I'm like, hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lisa. Please like my podcast. Please don't shut me down. And now with that three years behind us, we also have the website now in creation and we'll be expanding the work that we've done here in a couple of different modalities, all starting from this podcast. So that floated in and then I became a yoga teacher, qualified yoga teacher, which crossed over you know, also into serving my spiritual purpose, but also my physical purpose and my social purpose, because I got to really connect with beautiful, like-minded people and yogis on the map. And when the time is right, I'll become a mother. And that purpose, parental purpose, it's huge. No matter, uh, you know, where you kind of sit on that, whether you want kids, whether you don't want kids, you can't really, um, you know, mess with the fact that I, I think it's just, it's such a big, contribution that you're giving to the world by raising uh, conscious, kind, little human beings. I mean, whether you're choosing to do that actively through your own children, whether you do that with your nieces and nephews, whether you're a school teacher, like whatever that looks like, I think raising children to be kind and conscious and beautiful people, I mean, that's the biggest contribution of all and definitely a responsibility I don't take on lightly. Um, I'm very committed to that for when the time is right. So anyway, I started thinking back on the process the other day of of how that happened and what that realization felt like and meant for me. And that got me to thinking, well, if we can have multifaceted purposes of being here, let's think about those areas to learn how they really sit uh, with you, especially for those seeking a bit of direction. I often get that. As you know, most of you know, I'm kind of off my social media at the moment. It's just a bit noisy on there for me. So I'm taking a bit of a break. But when I was on there, a lot of my inbox questions would be like, I I need direction. Like I'm lacking a little bit of direction. So especially for those seeking that direction, 
um, this podcast episode will be great for, but also to note the level of personal wellness that we hold in these three, uh, sorry, eight pillars. So because the eight pillars of personal wellness that we're going to talk about today are important to everyone, and it really is, I mean, like you could even have some more, I mean, obviously I've just, I'm putting these here, they're the ones that came to mind, but you might also might have another one that's relative to you and your life and your purpose. So if there's any others uh, that really come to mind, please feel free, obviously, to add that tab in your mind. So let's get down to business and really assess these levels and the pillars and ensure that we haven't been neglecting these parts of ourselves. But also, if anything really, this is fun, if also, if anything really lights up for you when we roll through them, if a pillar is just like screaming at you, Explore that pillar a little further because it very well might be linked to your or one of your purposes to be celebrated here in this lifetime. So let's get into it, you guys. We have the eight pillars of self-wellness. Firstly, we're going deep. We're talking about emotional wellness. This speaks to our ability to note understand and honor our emotions and this is a complex little pillar which is why I started with it first because truth is our emotions are really complex I mean you have emotions I mean I would say the 99.9 of us uh, we feel and we can feel deeply and it can get a little confusing so a little uh, a few inquiry questions for you how well do you regulate your emotions how often do you suppress your emotions. So how often do you go, oh, I won't talk about that or that's not important. I'm not going to bring that to the surface. Do you know what to reach for when your emotions take over and it feels a little bit out of control? The truth is in this day and age, we're actually really lucky, very fortunate because we have such an abundance of support for our emotional wellness out there. When it comes to our emotions, I actually think it's really quite difficult to understand them, uh, especially if you're very sensitive. I actually think we all have the ability to be quite sensitive, but the society that we live in at the moment doesn't really honor that. But we all have emotions, whether you you know, identify yourself as a highly sensitive person or not. But I do think it's quite difficult to understand our emotions. And so I find it really helps chatting with a with somebody else, a supportive friend or a therapist or a network that offers that support. Because we can't be expected to be able to master everything, right? So ask for help. And really, really, I invite you to never be ashamed of asking for help because I truly don't think there is any one person out there that doesn't need some kind of support in understanding their emotions at some point in their life. It's normal and it's necessary even. And in getting that support, we also learn something else really valuable. We learn how to express our emotions, which is a really beautiful thing in its own right. To be able to note an emotion within and speak it out loud, it's a powerful little act. Of course, with that being said, Practices like journaling and breath work, if you don't feel comfortable speaking with somebody first, uh, it's a really great way to kind of enter yourself into it and to self-soothe and absorb, um, absorb and uh, sorry, observe those emotions as well. Next up, we have our spiritual wellness. And this is something obviously that's important to me, as I said, but it's all about establishing peace and harmony in our lives. So it's about prioritizing our peace. And this is also linked to our belief systems. So because there are so many beautiful and differing belief systems out there, I won't dive into this pillar too much, but your spiritual wellness is all about whatever comes to mind when you hear the words spiritual wellness. So how often do you honor your spiritual wellness? How often do you honor this pillar and how do you honor this pillar? 
The next pillar is one I love, maybe my favorite, intellectual wellness, which means your ability to open your mind to new ideas and experiences that can be applied to your personal life, your decisions, but also community evolution on a global scale even. We're also talking about listening here. Listening and absorbing from sources like books or people, uh, perhaps uh, documentaries, situations and and circumstances, we must not be arrogant in thinking that we're even close to knowing it all. And that's really important because we can learn a little bit and be like, oh my God, I feel so empowered by that. I I know everything. It it keeps us in in the rightfully humble place to think, you know, we can't even be think think that we're close to really knowing it all. So really adopt that perspective of loving to learn and loving to expand your pillar of intelligence. I mean, there's infinite information out there. We can also get this from travel, of course, which is a bit of a touchy subject at the moment because nobody can travel. But the ability to be able to immerse ourselves in different cultures and learning their history, I mean, it's invaluable. Closing our mouths and witnessing and absorbing information. It's all about stimulating our mind power. And I love it. <laughs> I love to learn. I think it's a, it's a really important one. But it might not be important to you, by the way. Also incredibly important, but a pillar that is overlooked often, financial wellness Money, honey, that's what we're talking about. Money is huge, if not the largest ruler of the world. It dictates what creature comforts, if any, you are basically entitled to, to to put it quite bluntly. And we could dive into the system and money and how it's created and dispersed, but it's less about the political conversation of money and more about noting your own personal situation. Are you mindful of your expenses? Do you budget? Do you live below or do you live above your means? Do you allocate money for rest and relaxation? What's your relationship like with money? So that's a huge, that's a, you're opening a can of worms with all those questions, I know. Huge topic, huge pillar, but I'm actually really excited to share with you that it has its own podcast episode coming in the next few weeks with a special guest. So we'll dive more into, I started creating this podcast episode a couple of weeks ago and then I was like, God, I really want to do one specifically on financial wellness. So because it's not often spoken about the wellness and because it's such a huge dictator, we've got to be mindful of it. So we'll dive into more of that then and our guest is amazing uh, and she says no matter no matter your income no matter how much you earn you can live an extremely comfortable life and she's going to share with us how we can do that uh, pertaining to your specific circumstance so stay tuned for that it's going to be a really good one we now move on to the pillar of physical wellness and this talks about how we can maintain a healthy quality of life that allows us to get through daily tasks without fatigue or physical stress So question for you, are you content with your current level of physical wellness? So not fitness, I don't want to, it isn't about aesthetics and do you have a six pack? It's not about that. Are you content with your current, think function, your current level of physical wellness? How often do you honor and move your body? How do you support the function of your body? How much water and fresh foods do you consume? And I genuinely say that with no judgment. Look, I'm a human being, love a big dirty burger, (laughs) love a strong side of French fries, love milkshakes, love my ice cream, love my chocolate. I love it all. There's really nothing that I'd really turn away, all the good stuff. Of course, we're here to live. You know, my thing is like, I never want to cut anything out. I'm personally not a huge fan of diets. That's just my personal belief. 
Uh, it's all about that balance. Uh, of course, I can swing <laughs> out of that balance all of the time, but I love to majority of the time stick by the 80-20 rule. So roughly 80% of my daily intake is mindful of fueling my body. Like I might not feel like that, you know, green juice, but I'm going to drink it. Like I, you know, might would choose like a chocolate milkshake over that. I'm going to drink my green juice because I know that that's fueling my body and I'm mindful of that 80%. But then that 20%, it's all about letting go and, and treating yourself to those chocolate milkshakes and to those burgers and whatever else you bloody want, you know? So that's my mindset on it all. I'm not too restricted in that respect. Um, but it's all about obviously creating those healthy boundaries in what works for you for sure. Next up is environmental wellness. So this is your ability to understand our responsibility for the quality of air, water, and land that is around us. Yes, responsibility, but also appreciation. We're bloody lucky to be here. We're damn lucky to be here. And doesn't it feel good, you know, when you really actually think of it like that, when you look out your window and it doesn't matter where you are, I'm sure that you can find at least five things that you see on the land or the sea uh, or even in the air, like the fact that you breathe fresh air or you have uh, availability to fresh water, whatever that looks like, I feel like it's pretty easy not to, well, we do forget about those things, those luxuries that are not afforded to everyone that lives on the planet. Uh, it's important to note those things and, and express our appreciation. We're lucky to be here. And it doesn't feel good, or it w- I would imagine it would not feel good to sleep in a room surrounded by trash, like rubbish and food scraps and things like that plastics but that's what happens if we don't prioritize our environmental wellness that's what that's what's really essentially happening to the world so we need to be mindful of our choices when it comes to our beautiful mother earth and we also need to learn how to support her as she supports us Second last pillar, social wellness. So we're talking about how well you can establish and maintain positive relationships with family, friends and co-workers. And this obviously comes with a little bit of a catch as well, because you want to be mindful of who those friends, family and co-workers are, because we have to be very mindful of who we allow to access our energy. So where do you place your energy in regards to your family and friends? Is it honoring you or do you need to change that up? Do you need to make some decisions and and choices there, change direction? Another question is for those relationships that you do feel really happy in, it's really good to take note of how you contribute to the relationship. What and how do you contribute to this important relationship? Finally, we have career wellness. So I saved this one for last, as obviously I think our society really heroes this pillar. I feel like society only has this pillar uh, and we're mostly familiar with this one. But it's all about getting that personal fulfillment, which I think even then we don't prioritize. It's just about working. It's all about getting that personal fulfillment for our from our career fields with also being able to keep healthy balance between living so we must not tip over to rewarding exhaustion with getting and getting it confused with success so I think it's important to set boundaries in your work life no matter how much you love it and you're obsessed with it set those boundaries to maintain healthy relationship with yourself your family whatever that looks like whilst remembering we're not just here to do and I actually think we're here more so to be so just something to be mindful of And so there you have it, you guys, bringing you eight pillars of self-wellness today in this episode. And 
I really invite you to assess where you're at with these eight pillars. Did any of them, you know, really bounce out at you because you're particularly interested or passionate in that pillar? And if so, how can you explore your curiosity with that a little bit further? You know, is that attached to one of your, or if you believe you only have one life purpose, is that attached to it? Another question to ask yourself is, which pillar did you feel that, you know, you need some love and attention? Have you abandoned any of these pillars and thinking, hmm, I need to really prioritize that? And if so, how can you prioritize that? And so on that note, as always, thank you so much for your beautiful company here today. Go out and have yourself a beautiful afternoon, rest of your Monday and a beautiful rest of your week. I'll see you, of course, back here next Monday at the same usual time of 6 a.m. Stay safe, everyone. Sending you lots of love. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Self. If you would like to connect or have any questions on today's episode, you can find me across on Instagram at Lisa C. Clark. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.